Let me turn the lights down. The Roadhouse presents... What is it? The Nine Inch Nails. The, yeah, the Nine Inch Nails. Ben, what is the name of like your little clique in high school? Ben Impey and his gang? What is it? Ben Impey and his fucking crew. There you go. <gasps> Welcome to the Roadhouse. Ben Empy and his fucking crew. <laughs> Wait. Ben, ben and his high school clique. Someone shouted that. Ben Empey and his fucking crew. From at the end of lunch, we were all going back to class, and I hear someone in the middle of the crowd go, there goes Ben Empey and his fucking crew. I wasn't even popular. I mean, I was kind of, but I wasn't like one of the popular kids. You were popular Ever in since the I heard this circle. Yeah, I was like, I was the kid that was friends with everyone, but I had my own group of friends. Sure, but ever since I heard this story for the first time, I decided that you were popular in high school. <laughs> and when you defended the Mean Girls in eighth grade, I was like, confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> I really was No, I was like that in high school, too. I was just not... I, was... I just didn't have zero friends. Right. Right. Neither I was... did I, but I had like a friend here, a friend there. I was in yearbook. I think yearbook. I talked about it in Love, Simone. Excuse, excuse moi? <laughs> You what? That was my group yearbook. Oh yeah, yearbook, yearbook. was like talk, talk about that. You just like it was senior year. You know, Were you, you involved in the layout. You, yeah, you did the. I don't know what I did. I I didn't do anything. I imagine you were sort of orchestrating the motifs. What is there the, even to do? This, for this the is going to be the months, the leaf, the maple or like leaf page. everything except like April. All the borders. I honestly can't remember. We did layout. They just like sit on beanbags basically mm-hmm. in the library. Yes. Literally we would sit right. on beanbags. We would create forts. Right. Oh my god. I was looking up book. I was looking up Roger Ebert's <laughs> like review a bunch of babies. Yeah. <laughs> we free spirits we, we like were. wood nymphs mm. and that they're surrounded by books which are made nymphs. of wood. Best high school year of my life. How fun. I don't mean to disparage. That sounds Really great. Oh, no. It was dumb as shit. Sounds like you found yourself. I also made a series of drawings. I'm going to see if I can find them. Oh, my God. I think they're on Facebook. Share share screen with all of our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so this is not a visual medium. Um, we're going to continue the we episode. We should all be like typing this. aggressively <laughs> oh my on God. this episode. That's funny, actually. Okay, um, I'm going to pull it out. My, my laptop is laptop. dead. So oh. this, is, but you're just gonna... this is fully a prop. Wait. Oh my god, I found them. Brandon brought veggie sticks, which are like crack to me, so I will be chewing again this episode. Okay, are you ready? This is not a visual medium, but... Oh my Santa. god. Brandon, that's not appropriate for school. We did Drunk Santa. It's a, it's an illustrate... Okay. Drunk Winter. Oh my god. That's oh, a it's drunk, that's... W- drunk Snowman, Brandon. With a, wait, hold on, go drunk back. Drunk Valentine's hold on, hold on, hold on, Day. With a son that is smoking a pipe. <laughs> With bubbles. This and so And then there's a nice, you know, a nice card table with a blue <laughs> curtain thing draped over it. And then I think eight bottles, eight mini bottles of liquor. That's the uh, sky. Sharp objects promo. <laughs> Drunk Valentine's Day. I love that that's an old man and not a cherub. <laughs> <laughs> he once was a cherub. This mm-hmm. This drunk oh, angel. leprechaun. Nice. Smoking a blunt. Drunk St. Patty's Day. <laughs> Quack, let's get drunk springtime. Wait, with a, with a puking cloud. <laughs> yes, puking cloud. Were you watching high... Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Like, this, this is, is super Aqua Teen. Very Aqua Teen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then drunk graduation. Uh, here's my question. Honestly, why were didn't these, you become an animator? Were these published <laughs> in the yearbook? No. Did you, but this is how I spent my time while on a beanbag. Now, were you, I thought you didn't drink in high school. Oh, I didn't. Okay, so this is just you projecting your <laughs> what drinking and smoking might your, be like. You, you are you are expressing your antipathy towards your peers who are out there partying <laughs> in Michigan basements on Friday nights. Correct. In a in in a Microsoft Paint application. Yep. I love with that. puking clouds and I old men am dressed so as happy angels. That you did that. Thank you so much. Ten Thank years old, by the way. This has been Th- show those were time tell. stamped from two thousand eight. Yes. Ten wow. Years old. Thank you. That's my show and tell corner. I love that. I'll see my. I'll, I'll see my. How was everyone's weekend? Put that into a folder real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, a Lucretia Martel episode? It might be. Mm. Might be the the sequel. Zunfriended. Zunfriended. The unfriended woman. <laughs> oh. Um. Tell us about your weekend, Danielle. You did something fun. I did something fun. I was invited to be a plus one at a very small wedding in Mendocino, California, where there are currently fires, but not mm-hmm. where we were staying. So my friend flew in from Harvard wow. to drive with me wow. up 
up the coast, stopped off in San Francisco. She'd never been she'd never been on the Golden Gate Bridge before. Wow. So we drove over that and we stayed with a friend there overnight. Went up to Mendocino. So just like very sleepy town, like on the coast. Again, very small wedding. Wedding party of 60. Mm-hmm. So I, by the end of this wedding, I pretty much have wedding an idea of who everybody... Of see, it's not a wedding party, but it felt like everyone was in the wedding party. Because mm-hmm. it was only 60 people. Yeah. And I was sitting at the main table at the dinner. Oh, like, no. that's how, So you were in the wedding party. Yeah. It's sort of like I have, I'm, I'm, I'm still having to let go of all these characters that I met. It's like all of the moms mm. that I really bonded with and danced with. Mm. And then... You know the the officiant who drove up with us, who was really cool. Like I I know like I have an idea of like what they're thinking about right now because like we were oh like God. talking about shit for the past wow. weekend. So I'm like just trying to let go of these people who I'll never see again in my yeah. life. But I don't. You guys know what it's like to be a gay person at a straight wedding, right? I'm about to do that this weekend. I sure do. <laughs> my favorite thing about being gay at a straight wedding is that all of the moms want to dance with me, and all of the dads refuse to make eye contact with me. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I Shout just, out to the I dads. love that dynamic. In my recent straight wedding, I just didn't really talk to anyone I didn't know. How big was the wedding? It wasn't like there was it was probably a two digit number. Okay. I don't know how big the one I'm going to this week. I don't know but if it was going like, to be like that or like there were like yours. 15 of my high school friends, so there was like plenty of people to not mingle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And just chat the only like adults I'd talk to were the parents of the bride. The mother of the bride came up to me and my friend uh, well, we were having, you know, a light breakfast before we hit the road on Sunday mm. morning and said, I just wanted to let y'all know, I enjoy you so much. Aww. Where did you stay that she found you? We were you all at the same hotel? Or we, well, we were staying at the Mendes, the, the McCallum House Inn, which was okay. built in 1883. Oh, did you get a tour? Was it like the did, Sharp Objects tour? Have you watched the most recent episode? No, I haven't. It was, mm. like, you know, like a two-story tiny Victorian, like on the coast. We were staying in a little casita, mm. which... Based off of a picture we saw of the property in 1883, was on, on the land like mm-hmm. that little this like we basically staying in like the shack. Okay, uh-huh. and it didn't have a bathroom. There was an outhouse type situation. Nice, and it was perfectly lovely and quaint. It was also 60 degrees. <gasps> I was wearing a jean jacket. I was oh, wearing long so pants. My dream. Yeah. Oh, and this is a fun detail. Maybe someone out there can relate, but I knew that I needed to get an oil change before this trip, and then we didn't have time because my friend has. You know, she lives on the East Coast. Bless Excuse you. Me. Bless you. She doesn't get to like go to Santa Monica and Malibu and like be at the beach mm. all day. So we did like a beach day the day before we left. And then we woke up and I'm like, oh, I definitely should have had my oil changed. I think we'll be fine. It's an easy drive. And then I didn't realize that the last hour and 15 minutes of this drive to Mendocino, you are cresting over a mountain where oh, no. every every 30 seconds you were doing a sharp turn and slowing down to 25 miles per hour to get around a redwood tree and then go up another beautiful hill. So I got my oil changed in Mendocino at the oh. only like the only garage in town. Nice. They they opened up specifically for me on a oh Saturday. And the mechanic gave me a bouquet of dahlias <gasps> after what? after he finished. What? Was he a, he, a gay? he was not a gay. He was like a, ni- a sweet he was man. a nice 50 something year old man named Joe. We also right. talked about my car with a gendered pronoun like, you know, she probably wasn't very happy getting here without the oil and oh you know, she could really use a wash oh. and I'm like, yeah, sh- she's really temperamental, I got to tell you. Going mm. from 95 degrees in LA to 60 up here. Oh, sh- she di- she didn't pack a jacket, now did she? Like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Wow. But then he was like, I have a bucket. It's like I got a bucket of dahlias in my Wendy truck. Awesome. Whimsical. It was so windy and Lucy. Very windy and Lucy. Except I paid you bonding with the except security I, guard. Except like I, I, I had enough money on me to pay for the mm-hmm. staying open on Saturday situation. Yes. But yeah, so that was my weekend. <gasps> Lovely. Yeah. And y'all saw a late night Sunday oh, show. Oh, and I'll say, of... and I'll say this. So I had the most aggressively pleasant three or four days of my life. This just driving up the one on one beautiful California coast. We actually, you know, we stopped off in Santa Barbara, did a little wine tasting, went to Paso Robles. Robles? Robles. I always say Paso Robles. Going over the Golden Gate Bridge. I mean, we're seeing, we're we're leaving deserts. We're seeing middle of the stage, San Luis Obispo, beautiful yellow rolling hills agrarian on the Mm -hmm. coast. We're getting up to Northern California. We're seeing big rocks and and waves crashing against the cliffs. Like, aggressively pleasant. Mm -hmm. And then I ended this wonderful weekend by seeing the nasty the mean the very the very sick, upsetting film the unfriended most dark web movie yeah in existence i literally so ben and i met up at the theater i rolled in from my drive with 
about 10 seconds to spare before yeah. the film started. Did you not miss a minute? I didn't. No. I know. He walked in literally as the last trailer. As like the Coca-Cola like, lid was landing from space on top of the cup and then yeah. the straw gets plunged in. They're like, thanks for sticking around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Hello. This is Movies IMO. We're your favorite film fags. I'm Brandon Kirby. I'm Ben Empey. I'm Daniel Crook. And yes. I was going to say, I'm, what's that? What's his yes. email address? And oh, I'm Maddie, I can't remember. I'm Maddie Hot Wheels 4. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so at, I was going to say, Jamel. you sat down right when that, when his home screen opened and he's trying all the passwords. Kofefe. Kofefe. That got a good laugh from the woman two seats down. She got a kick out of you, it. You missed before you got there when she reclined her chair. It made a noise and she said aloud, come on, chair. <laughs> <laughs> It, was she like an early 50s white woman with a purse? Yes, basically. <laughs> That's what I thought, yeah. So, More or less. So this movie is, I think, officially as of the, the day we're recording today, it's, it's out of theaters. Pretty it, much. I think it, it lasted two weeks, maybe. It's basically done. I do think there are a few scattered showtimes around the City of Angels, not to yeah. get too regional about it, but I do think there are a couple more. But it's, it's basically just, dead. It's done. It's crazy. Like Yeah, it was what, like two weeks? Yeah, two Three. weeks. Anyway, we're here to talk about Unfriended Dark Web. Uh, let's um, back up a little bit. Uh, reverse, reverse. Last time you heard from us, we were planning to do Searching, mm-hmm. oh, yes. which is a screen movie, and we were going to tie it in with Unfriended Dark Web. It's going to be the Screen the first, Slaver episode. The Screen Slaver episode. But uh, Searching pushed its release date, yeah. so... Here we are and doing an unfriended only no, episode. No, we did and not un- have time yeah. to change the topic. And unfortunately, I don't think we have room for searching in the schedule moving forward. So, so we're not doing we're it. We're not doing searching now. R.I.P. I'll rip. Maybe we can do a mini segment. Perhaps. Mm, no. Okay. We're moving on from the <laughs> I'm screens. interested in seeing searching. We'll be done with Well, I will see it, then. but we're not discussing it. Okay. Yeah, it's fun that we just get to focus on this on this burgeoning franchise that is already I feel like is already a bit of a cult favorite and that neither of these movies make a ton of money. Yeah. Both movies are credit are you know, are panned to some extent. I yeah. mean, on the first Unfriended and this one got a few scattered great reviews. But for the most but, part, right on Metacritic, I think like it's 55 and 57 mm. for both mm-hmm. films, which is wild because these movies are have so much on their minds and yeah. are truly groundbreaking in a lot of ways. I yeah, and I, entertaining. God, they're paced so well. I know. They're really paced well. Yeah. The pacing, the editing, it's all very compelling. Yeah. Like, I'm... Very compelling. Very compelling. And... Very compelling. (laughs) 987-654-3210. Smiley face. Dirt. Hello, Laura Barnes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll never forget the first time I saw Unfriended... Like, Wait, so what are we here to talk about? Oh, we're here to talk about Unfriended you Dark Web it. Got and it. Sorry. the first movie, Unfriended. We're sort of talking about them at the same time together in conjunction because they're very much... We're going to flip between like the Spotify and Facebook of Unfriended and Unfriended mm-hmm. Dark Web. Exactly. I did not mean screens. to trample over what you were saying. Um, no, just a little anecdote. The first time I saw it, the, the group chat I was in at the time, Oof. it turned into... Laura unfriended. It turned into unfriended. We would do the 10, 9, oh. 8. So it was we were evil. Terrifying. I got I, wanna, a, I got a text uh-huh. from my mom as soon as the movie was over saying, "Can you chat?" and I like freaked the fuck out a little bit. Okay. Can you <laughs> chat? Watching unfriended on a laptop. Oh, I <laughs> harrowing. I would love to talk about that. I'm experience. so glad I don't want to start any notifications that come up. I turn them all Lucky. off. I got a Facebook notification during will... the middle of the movie too. Can I I have a launching point for us. Great. Please. Unfriended is about bullying, teen bullying and how those kids like in a sense Maybe don't deserve to die, but they deserve some sort of punishment it's about for what they did. Public versus private physicians. Yes, wow. you need to get into that. Yes, because um, that's very true. Yeah. Um, but then, then we have unfriended dark web, mm-hmm. which is just a sinister fuck you, like to huma- all of us, to to all of humanity. Humanity is horrible. It's the most feel bad movie ever. Empathy gets drilled right through the skull <laughs> in this film. Yeah, and I just want to talk about like. Unfriended? The first one is worse for me because they turn on each other. Yeah. And oh, that's interesting. Like that aspect makes it like even though it like the subject matter is a little lighter in a way. I mean a girl did kill herself, but there's But it's not, a like, ghost story, it's yeah. a slasher. And there's not like very active much more sinister, yeah. Like girls being murdered that we are now a part of. 
Yeah. But oh because God. they turn on each other, it's just like a little mean. Oh, it, it's very, for me, it felt so Lord of the Flies-esque. Like it, it, yeah. But you're, you're, that's actually a, a smart point because it starts out, they're all like best friends. But then you see like as soon as they're like their friend Val, right before she gets on, like before she joins the chat, they're like talking mad shit about her. And then yeah. she gets there, like, hey, Val. Yeah. Again, it's all about these public versus private positions. Yeah. yeah. But that is interesting. Yeah. Because by the end, everyone has fully and that's what Laura, turns into chaos. And even uh, what's her face? The, the lead. The lead says it like. So good she is that's really also good. what no one talks about in these movies is that the these bunch of great. nobodies mm-hmm. are except incredible. for betty gabriel yeah oh she's great betty gabriel's so good no just that she's famous oh right yes, yeah. yes, yes. she's the only known amongst yeah mm-hmm. they're also in the first one what the ken is ken's in the first There's one right the chubby one yeah the ken, blender that made ken, you the blender Kale's ken movie. was in that movie uh not tammy terry with john c Riley. oh that indie movie from like 2010 2011 yeah. mm-hmm. high school no movie memory of that so he's been in some stuff okay but yeah it is mostly unknowns yeah uh, and they're uh they're uh the lead of dark web is very hot Mate- Mateus. As Mateus. soon as we saw his face, I wanted to lean over and nudge you, but I also wanted us to be in, in the experience yeah. without being but. outside of the experience. But I knew we would talk about how hot he is. <laughs> so maybe we should start with how hot Matthias is. <laughs> the British friend is pretty hot, too. For me, he's a little, like, fake feminist vibes. Oh, sure. Yeah, I was getting fake he feminist vibes. He might be an incel. From- <laughs> he might be an incel. <laughs> to- such an incel. Yeah. Hashtag- remember, hashtag Edwin is an incel. Hashtag Edwin is Irwin. an incel, but more importantly, hashtag oh, Irwin. Irwin. Hashtag Irwin is an incel. And hashtag British guy from Unfriend of Dark Web is an incel. Is an incel. Um, I think, so re-watching Unfriended, I do think Unfriended Dark Web is the superior movie because I think it's very inventive in the way it you know who knows how much of that stuff is based on reality the way like the facebook messages turn black and then fade away i don't know if that's mm. real who knows well but, it's, it's the dark web but it's convincing enough where like all of the terror and the horror is completely real world based right, and the not, fact that he's able to it's sustain, not supernatural right there's not like laura barnes making the suicide video pop up a hundred times on your right. laptop screen. When it comes to which of the films is scarier for me, I do have to go with Dark Web. I me actually, too. Like, watching the first Unfriended and watching it on my laptop screen, it was a novel watch. Mm-hmm. I'd never experienced something like that before. And there's the sensation of wanting to, like, move a mouse just involuntarily. And we'll get into that in a second. But you know again pace so well the thrills chills and spills all deliver really disgusting violence going on like really nasty effective ghost story stalker or a slasher movie but dark web like getting into the snuff porn of it all and, and there's and, no gore which is incredible there's a like there's a little bit of gore where's their gore um it's sort of implied gore and then also at when the end all, when, when she, she has the, the cork up over her head. Oh, well that. That's like but I'm saying like most of the violence is either implied or off screen. Right. Which so I think it does, is very It doesn't have effective. the same like schlocky low budget horror feel that some of the uh, violence does some of the gore does yeah. in the first one. You're not yeah. seeing like a guy's, which I love about it. Hand in a blender or knife right neck, the fucking neck in a blender. That's the shit that really yes, keeps me right. Up. Choking on a <gasps> Shooting himself. Drinking bleach. But the... I mean, I I had pretty fucked up dreams last night. (laughs) So... Okay. Can we talk about our (laughs) our connected subconscious? Wait a minute. I know my laptop is dead, but just I'm going to do one more sound effect and then I have to close it because... (laughs) I'm scared of my webcam turning on. (laughs) Uh, We both had fucked up dark web dreams. Mine wasn't even internet, though. I was just like someone's captive and was being forced to do things Oh, really? and not in like a fun salo sort of way oh. <laughs> like oh. in a i might die doing this I, I may i might die you were in, amaya i was amaya but they're, they're also and this was a weird element of the dream which i remember there was the option to purchase slices of pizza for myself oh. for four dollars so it was like sort of a gentle form of captivity <laughs> You're like a rat in a cage who can like hit the button for well, food. That, that's what I mean. I I had to do everything I could not to do some stupid sappy uh, unfriended dark web uh, letterbox log, which is that we are just all rats in a fucking maze. Mm-hmm. That that's what that's something else I find so scary about dark web is how easily manipulated we are because of the you know supposed safety that we all feel that we take yeah. for granted while on our devices. Yeah. yeah, that's that's why dark web's scarier for me because it's all. 
that my camera's probably watch, well, watching we, th- we, me We now right have now. about 50 episodes, so about 75 hours of this podcast, which someone could take the audio, cut it together. Actually, I'm... And make us say terrible I'm things. Half, I'm, I, I half want you to cut this, Ben, because I don't want anyone to get any ideas. <laughs> but I mean, we're doing it right now. Yeah. By, by sitting here and talking and into microphones that we're going to post record. onto the internet, mm-hmm. leaving a digital record, we are making ourselves vulnerable. We're exposed. Yeah. yeah. This just happened on the Good Fight episode that I watched. Oh, really? They feed voices into a machine and make fake phone calls <laughs> to trump someone. Shit's real. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to say the joke, game night wishes. Game night wishes. <laughs> Unfriended game night. Which Because it's game I night. Because it's game night. Because it's game night. Yeah. Woo. Evil. I wonder was it evil, like, totally evil movie, completely sinister. But yeah. that's what I love about it is that mm-hmm. it's just like Stephen Suxy, I think his name is. Do you want to say what the movie is? I think it's the plot Susco. of the movie. Susco. Susco. I believe it ends with an O. I but it might be right. Susho because S C could be an S H oh, sound. Oh, Susho. Let's but I would think it's probably check. a Susco. Is more correct. Out. It's Stephen Susco. Do you want to say what the main plot of the film is? Yes. Um... Unfriend and Dark Web is about uh, like early twenty something named Matthias. 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 Hot, shaggy haired skater boy looking yeah. guy. His pores are huge though. They were right to drag him for that. Yeah. This is why I don't <laughs> Skype though. That's why I don't FaceTime. And he um, claims to have gotten a new laptop off of Craigslist, but turns out he, he discovered lifted he, it. he lifted it from, from a coffee internet shop. Cafe. And it the owner is this insidious dark web participant who's in a web of wheeling and dealing He's a black Chiron. market. He's a Sharon. Sharon? Sharon. It's not Sharon. They say Chiron? Sharon. They just say simply Sharon. 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 Uh, Sharon. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. He floats on down the river to some black market shit. I mean, it's a very clever... I ho- Maybe it is a real thing. I don't know. Like, this is how green I am. Like, how far away from the dark web I am. Like... I know that people wheel and deal and snuff porn and like execution videos and stuff, but calling them like Sharon's and like tying it into yeah. like what I find so scary. And, like there's an actual river sticks. Right. But what I find so scary about the reference is that a lot of these like hackers have a very high level of intelligence, a very low level of empathy. Mm-hmm. Obviously there's fucking sociopaths and psychopaths in this movie, but it's so like marrying the fact that at heart they are nerds just nerds without a soul mm-hmm. and how dangerous that combination is. I mean, like we yeah. joke, we joke about incels, but yeah. the incels of it all, the QAnon of it all. Yeah. Like, I don't, what is QAnon? I've seen people tweet about it. I have no idea what that so is. So QAnon, this is interesting. I only just, I mean, I only just yesterday in the car, I listened to the daily podcast about this. So now I can actually speak. I can not just be like, Oh, it's this thing. I can actually say what it is. So QAnon uh, started in 4chan, and basically there's this this figure called Q who um, has claimed to be some sort of like State Department official or or like get into the, in he, America, yeah, like or that he's getting leaks from the State Department. But okay. it is all based on this conspiracy idea that this is not going to sound like anything new. But there has been a sort of like a shadow government that has been propping up leaders, Hillary Clinton, Obama, Bill Clinton, but everyone post Reagan. So we, we, let, we, let's wonder why they say after Reagan when mm-hmm. all of the all of the shadow despots got, got put in. So Q, QAnon sort of raises all these questions around around that sort of uh, rigged elections of it all, like fake shadow government. Um, and and Trump was never supposed to win. And QAnon is this group that believes that Trump um, and his administration is actively undermining this evil organization that is sort of tied into Pizzagate. Like there's always like some sort of like child sex ring and in, in all mm-hmm. of it. Um, and, and I'm like struggling to be coherent because it's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, but they, the QAnon group. So they are pro Trump in that. They're pro Trump. Sense. Yes. They just, came, they, they came to that Trump rally in Florida. Like some folks came in the Q shirts and it was the first time that QAnon had made a public presence. And they think that Trump is communicating with them secretly through code and Jesus. speeches. I really, anytime he uses oh, the number God. 17, because it corresponds to Q being the 17th letter in the alphabets, and he actually says it quite a bit. Uh, he has tweeted about it like in the last 24 hours, the number 17. Really? Um, so, 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 so they think that, they're, that he is secretly communicating with them as he dismantles um, and, and essentially takes the government back. I love when anyone suggests that our president isn't just pure id and has 
Yes. Thought about what he's doing before he does it. Master right. operator. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, how is that? No. No. That's but, not what's happening. But I believe that happening. QAnon has ties to white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, it's it's just baked into all that mm. disgusting Great. nationalist pie. Yeah. Great. America first. So anyway, one. yeah. So <gasps> I, the QAnon of it all is very striking to me. And I'm trying to dark. That it ends with... <laughs> This whole thing has been uh, a thought experiment played out in real time by mm-hmm. this group of dark web hackers who are orchestrating the murders of like seven different people mm-hmm. and also the transferring of money and the framing of these people for yep. setting up their own snuff ring. And then it ends with just, you know, tens of thousands yeah. of, of people just watching this for their own enjoyment from the safety of their own screens. And the final shot of this thing is so chilling when we find out, like as, as we track out. back that we see that this whole movie has not been told on the laptop screen. Yeah. It has been told on someone else, someone else's screen. Who's watching. been, yeah. <gasps> okay. That's someone just me. knocked on the wall. I yeah. got a chill. That scares me. It's, it's the Sharons. They're coming for that us. Scares me. I mean, like I find it's the QAnons deeply scary on that level. Um, uh, just this, the, like how easily manipulated we can be, um, and especially online, mm-hmm. that we we exist on this top. We're just grazing. Like mm-hmm. they are the bugs in the blue velvet front yard. Like that is actually the majority of the earth, and it's right, just yeah. like my heart is racing. It's like, I, I, It's very scary to me. It's it's that's what I think so genius about Unfair Dark Web is like it's it's so entertaining, but if you really think about it. It's like oh, it's really disturbing. It's it deep, fucked up, deeply upsetting, and all, <laughs> and that it starts out as this romance between this guy and his girlfriend, and he has been trying to make this app because she is deaf, and mm-hmm. he is. It's sort of a, a translation app to what he says is then changed into sign, and mm-hmm. then sh- you know given to her, and she's like, "That's more for you than me," and like it's very upset, and yeah, it's like this really t- it's this tender relationship, and they're trying to make it work, and the movie delights. In, in ripping them apart and murdering both of them. Yeah. And she has like, nothing to do with any of this. Correct. None of, none of them deserve to die, and they all just like... There they go. Goodbye. Including the mom. Including the mom. Um, so just to say... Like, terrible way to end my lovely wedding weekend. <laughs> to, yeah, to, right? To go to the 10, 10 p.m. showing after I cannot believe a day on the at road. At a mall in That's Burbank. <laughs> a mall in Burbank. Um, in the front row. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I just want to say that we... All three of us only saw ending A. None of us have right. seen ending B. What is ending B? I looked you it up. talked about it, right? So, Daniel, do you want to say what ending B is? No, I just feel like I've been talking a lot. Why don't you say what it is? Ending B. Well, what's interesting is that after I found out that there's two endings, I thought, oh, the natural place where these movies split is when they vote whether to kill him. And I bet, oh, I bet in the other ending they vote to let him live. Hmm. It's like, no. Not in this universe. No. So I don't know exactly when it splits off, but Amaya lives. Yeah. She's forced to watch Mateus get buried alive. Oh, I don't think. Okay, so Is what, that right? What I read on Wikipedia was so she. You know when he's like, "I told you to go to the park where we met for the first time." Like mm-hmm. when the the best day ever, or whatever that video right. that we watched, like mm-hmm. really just like twisting the night. Oh, this yeah. movie, um, and it uses the app against him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, and it uses it again. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. In this alternate ending, it does. It's just so mean spirited and, and cruel, and like not thinking the best of humanity. It makes me sick, but it's so good. Um, yeah. But anyway, so they go to meet up in this park, and there's like an uh, an open um, an open grave. He gets pushed into it, and then she shows up and can't find him. He's been buried alive. He realizes he's been buried alive and calls her underground on Facetime. They manipulate everything he's saying. Um, they, they either like blur out his face or his mouth or do or like fake the sign mm-hmm. um, and so he dies <laughs> and she got, gets mm. bored and leaves but she lives and I prefer that ending right I mean live. yeah, yeah. I and that actually that. is less sinister than it, I mean it's just in the in it's less our sadistic ending, it's less yeah the movie's yeah cause in our ending she they just like take her to that one of the like warehouses where they just execute people. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, as, as soon as it's, I hope Ben didn't see this, how upset I got in my chair during this movie. When, <laughs> as soon as like, as soon as he uncovers this cache of videos, I'm like, it's going to be snuff porn. Like it's going to be snuff. Mm-hmm. And the first time, like we open one and it's that empty room and we see the girl like on, on, on the chain. I was just mm. like, 
I was so revolted and upset and disgusted. And then when we see those other videos, it's just like, I thought this movie, like, of course it's not going to show the actual snuff because mm-hmm. that would be like, how do you even get away with showing that in a movie? But in my head, I'm like, I've seen so many murders in, in, um, in horror movies over the years. Like yeah. they very well could. I thought they were. And I was very relieved that the movie had the restraint. It's, it mean spirited movie, yeah. But it knows to not show that, which I think is very smart and respectful. Even though it's like a fucked up movie, yeah. Even in spite of that, I mean, I think both these movies are meticulously designed. Maybe we should take a step back and talk about the approach that both films yeah. use to tell their stories, because we could probably be a little lean less into the the sadistic qualities of the <laughs> film and be more like, this is tight. <laughs> We talk about this that. is sick. Um, <laughs> sick screen, bro. Uh, the one thing I think Dark Web does better than Unfriended is the way it like because in Unfriended it does this to me this cheap move where like if she's focusing on something else it just like fades away the sounds of the chat that happens in Dark Web. I think but he more I actively like, mutes them, though. Yeah. In Dark Web, it it's more the user... There are Matias. definitely... Matias. It just fades Matias. out in Dark Web. Does it? Yes. In, oh, okay. I, for 100%, it does. I noticed it in, dar- in the, the first, first one. one more. See, it, it, that was never really an issue for me in, in the way that we're selectively hearing things all of the time. Sure. And, and that if you have a few things open on your laptop screen, like... Like, if you have Spotify on, and then you watch, like, a YouTube video on top of it, but you might, like, turn the music down, but, like, you can't mute the computer. Like, yeah, you know, we filter these sounds out all the time. Yeah. I think it's perfectly believable because I'm, like, often when I'm texting, I, like, can't listen Mm -hmm. to what's happening around me. Mm -hmm. It's, like, Mm -hmm. and so it, like, totally makes sense, like, as a psychological device. Yeah. Um... Can I say what bothers me about Dark Web? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a small detail, but it bothered me through the whole movie. I don't... Really? Why? <laughs> why? Why? I, why? Why? I don't understand why this becomes a Skype game night. Like, it's so stupid. It's such a plot device. I think... Oh, like, why don't these people get together? In person there? It's not like they're teens and they're stuck at home. No, but I I mean, I... I I have experienced plenty of people closer to our age who are just as much, if not more glued to their screens than the teens mm-hmm. when, when it comes to experiencing life. No, and I've just never had like a social outing. Neither have I, but I don't, but neither have I, and I never would. I think there but are those people I do, who I do, hang out over Skype. I've lived with people, I've lived with those people before. Yeah. I mean, who, who really feel no shame, or not even shame, just don't think it's weird to, rather than get up from their couch get dressed and go out and go into the world, Skype with some friend that they haven't spoken to in a year mm-hmm. and then talk to them for like four hours on their couch. And like, just like sort of leave it on in the background. Too. Yeah, exactly. And just with, like hang out with them just like on the screen. I mean, I don't think that either of the movies are like finger wagging in the way that they may negatively portray our uh, addiction, I guess, to, mm-hmm. to, to operating with our digital interfaces. But I do think that, I do think that, it's supposed to seem a little silly. Like in both cases, had they just gotten together, none of this would have happened. Right. But so I just—I guess I just sense, wish it was like the reason for them having a group Skype chat in dark web was like more believable. Is all it is. It's yeah. not even the fact that they are doing. It. It's just like, just like make it have been the plan all yeah. along, and not like we were going to hang well, out. But Betty Gabriel is having a bad day, and so we're going to all Skype and No, I feel that. That, for me, my issue is not so much that they're Skyping to play the game as much as it is how did these hackers know that they weren't going to get together yeah. rather than do it on Skype. Like, everything, that's where everything is a little convenient in Dark Web for me mm-hmm. and where I yeah. think it falls apart narratively in a way that it Unfriended does not. I think Unfriended is tight Yeah, on, like when it comes to the logic of what they're all doing there mm-hmm. and why they don't leave because it, it establishes much earlier on a, a higher stakes and a more concrete reason why you cannot sign off the Skype and the reason yeah. is you will die. Right. You will um, die. But a lot of the orchestrations in dark web that the hackers are putting these people through all the little carrots that they're dangling and the pieces of cheese and the buzzers mm-hmm. that they, the rats are hitting or biting in this digital maze. A lot of it is happenstance. Yeah. A lot, it's just like, which is something that calmed me down it has last to night so I could go to bed. <laughs> the way that it went for it to work. Exactly. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, it's and then just like my own thing is like I got like a lost in the like 
how do they all play Cards of Humanity together across? They all have their own deck. See, I didn't, like, it didn't occur to me until, like, but I was, like, stuck on that for a while. <laughs> like, what? How does how? this work? Just the mechanics of it. I got lost in that for a little bit. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. I do think Unfriended is a tighter movie. I also think that Dark Web, what is both sort of very clever about it compared to Unfriended and that it's able to tell a much more expansive story with mm-hmm. many more angles and many more uh, cameras and... Sorry. Wait. <gasps> Yikes. Okay. Oh, boy. I'll get back to that. Um, it's just going to be an earlier morning than I had planned tomorrow. Oh. Um, I do think it's a little cheap mm-hmm. that it's able to have a camera in every single place that it needs it to be, yeah. whereas in Unfriended, it's a much more um, claustrophobic and less of a cheat do you get what I'm yes, Yeah, because yeah, like the hackers like have a cam- access to a camera in the hospital the room fact and have we- an access to a camera in the subway. That we see Matias yeah. get Mary Louise Parker and Red Sparrow at the end of the movie when he gets slammed by a truck in a parking lot. Yeah. We, we're leaving the digital world a little bit in a way that feels... Because like, what is that camera to that me, caught that? To me, that's like, why couldn't you think of a more inventive way to do it in this space? I yeah. mean, in, in the first Unfriended, it even starts to feel cheap when somebody picks up their laptop and walks around in their house. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's... That's totally organic to the space yeah. and, and to the technology. I do technology. think Unfriended is more, I mean, maybe it's just because I saw it first, so it's more novel, but it just feels like it uses the fact of the technology better, in my opinion. And it is like that. It's just like, it's more inventive. It's more like, oh, that's a really interesting way to do this. And like uh, having like, I don't know. What am what am I grasping at? It is more original. Yeah, you just of that. It just feels like this is something I've literally never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It establishes the language and the mm-hmm. convention. Yeah, and and in a way that transcends gimmickry. Because when I heard it's a screen movie, I didn't think of it as being like the whole laptop screen. I was thinking of it as being just like people's faces on Skypes. Yeah, that was what I imagined it would be. Me too. Mm-hmm. And it was like a totally different thing than that. And that was really cool. I wonder what yeah. the trailers look like for these movies. I guess yeah. I could check it out. I, I, have no I haven't idea. seen a trailer for either of them, yeah. actually. How, like, how many pull quotes do you have to use? <laughs> or, or like, yeah. just interstitials? Probably a lot. We should, okay, we, we, I'm sorry, we have to talk about so what Ben is talking about here. Like, how novel it is to see a movie explored in this way on screen mm-hmm. that it is all the screen of a laptop and the various windows and chat bubbles and Skype and my, and your mouse and your notifications and your texts. Like we I'm sorry. We just like, we have to talk about that. Cause that's sort of moving the mouse is such an ingenious way to move the audience's <gasps> attention. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. In the first, watch I, my finger, watch mm-hmm. my finger. I think the first one does that brilliantly. Like the number of times, what's the main character's name? Bailey. I think it's Bailey the number of times she will like move her mouse like in a little circle. Like uh-huh. we've all done that just to like think or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and her mouse movements are so, it puts you in her head. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously a subjective movie and that it's a POV movie, mm-hmm. but little details like that. Yeah. And like the, the also, changing ty- of what typing she's typing and deleting, typing and deleting, yep. which again feeds back into this idea of like what we actually feel and think versus what we project to the yeah. world and our friends. Yeah. Um, and what we protect and, and how we fake people out in innocuous ways that in Unfriended actually become deadly. When yeah. she changes to Laura Burns, when she changes from de- uh, complete denial to admitting it yeah. and, the, and the different texts she goes through to get there. Yeah. And by the way, I totally believed her. That uh, she did nothing. That she didn't do it. Mm-hmm. When it's between her and her boyfriend, and then Laura... So Laura is the ghost who has invaded the Skype chat and, and mm-hmm. is harassing this group of teens about Billy. a video of her that uh, was also, leaked online that and that she video herself. was brutal. Oh, the shit? Yes. It's yeah. brutal. I can't believe yeah. that that is a movie that a studio put out. Like, I, it's so... Gru- it's gruesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, it really is. It's like, you see, there are other... Like, often the, there's a video of the drunk kid causes drama is, like, a trope that's used quite a bit. And it's never, she's lying down, passed out, and she has shit herself. Mm -hmm. And someone is filming it to humiliate her. I mean, the movie, for me, is very much, its view of humanity is that we are all animals. We just happen to have these, you know, high-tech gizmos now that connect us to each other with high-speed internet. But that ultimately, we are still 
the apes in the beginning of 2001, yeah. like looking for ways to kill each other <laughs> with bones. Yeah. You know, yeah. neither movie has a kind view of humanity. No, no, not at all. And, and, and that's why like in theory, I can't fully love these movies. Like I really, I struggle with it because I, I just don't share the same worldview as these films and mm-hmm. I find them really nasty and unpleasant and it's not why I go to the movies yeah. to see shit like this and to, yeah. and to see such a pessimistic view of humanity. But at the same time, I mean, I think the first Unfriended is actually a lot of fun, but I think it's making very cogent observations about the ways in which we speak now yeah. and, and the ways in which we live our lives on digital terrain. I mean, this is, this, the first Unfriended is spoken in a language that we all speak every single day, which is a digital interfacing mm-hmm. language multiple tabs between, exactly mobile multiple, tabs multiple programs social media video chat spotify the spotify of it talking all. to the same person across different platforms exactly at the same time exactly yep. it is the first movie to tell a story in a language that we as viewers are all already fluent in mm-hmm. and on that level it's groundbreaking yeah yeah i'm just i wish we could have seen searching because i, I want to know what searching does yeah with it yeah um, I'm very My excited. Is it to has see a more positive outlook. Maybe it doesn't. Connecting folks and like, isn't it about someone who's looking for their lost daughter? Uh huh. So we hope that he finds her, and if he finds her, the then trailer, it's... which I finally got, in I saw front the end of... of the trailer. I walked in a little late. To they played it. the searching trailer before on front of Dark yes. Web. Nice. What trailer? What did I see that I got it? Oh, mission? No, Mission Impossible. I don't know, but um. It made it seem like, at least the way the trailer's cut, is that his daughter had, like, this secret life. Mm. That, like, some sinister... Yes, very, very twink, secret. Very yes, twink what picks I did firewalk see with me. Yes. Was John Cho crying, like, I didn't know my daughter at all. Right. That was but what that I saw just might be the trailer creating this... I'm know. very curious. We'll find out yeah, looking, on August 30th. I'm looking oh. forward to it. <laughs> Isn't August 24th? I don't know. I believe it's I limited. Tr- I, I truly be- don't know. I believe it's now limited on the 24th, so it'll be in LA. Okay. Um, Did you all get a notification from MoviePass today that now you can see only three movies a month? Yes. But they're keeping the price the same. Yeah. Well, and... Which and, is still a great deal. And, and also, it it's a great deal, and they... After you pass three movies, you can get a discounted yeah. ticket from them. Which, like, I'm not... $5 off, yeah. At maximum five dollars off. It okay. might be less depending on what the movie is. Oh, I think sure. that's they're just doing Are they the still... reverse of. I wish they had fixed it before last night because I'd use my final cinemia for the month. Same. on Unfriended Dark Web. I got cinemia. Cinemia in is addition. Great. To... I'm, I'm, I'm happy to plug cinemia on the podcast. Yeah, they're doing a six ninety nine summer deal right now. Do you think that because do you think they can, do you think they'll rechange our pricing plan since we pay more than that a month? No. To six, you don't think so? No. What if we deleted and signed back up? You could probably do that. Or yeah, like, but I pay no, for a year in advance. Oh, right, remember, right. Because I got a special I, deal. I, I, I forgot about that. You, you have gonna, to pay but, for a year to get the six ninety. So Cinemia is a MoviePass like subscription uh, movie service. But I bet though, if I were to delete my Cinemia and then try and re-sign up, I would get a text bubble pop with a black law, like a black <laughs> blocked letter, be like, "I know what you did." Like <laughs> it would be mm-hmm. very unfriendly. Sign back up, and I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, I like Cinemia a lot because I can go to the ArcLight, which is the closest movie theater yeah. to my house, and the nicest movie theater in LA. And it's, I, I, lately I haven't like I haven't gone to a Lemley since the rider. I think I was looking I've at been my very Lemley light, and I, it's surprising. I had three identical strangers was the last movie I mm. saw there. I went through a big dry spell there, which I didn't realize. I like I had like a good like seven months I wasn't going to the Lemley. I was just thinking the other day I was like I haven't been in so long. It's been like three months I think. I any Lemley between like. This might be an exaggeration, but I do think it's this big. I think I didn't go to the Lemley Pasadena between the square. And the writer. Wow. Yeah, really? Because I saw a lot of those movies at AFI Fest or oh. or for this podcast, I saw them at the Arclight opening mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. Normally, like I'd see your Shape of Waters and Three Billboards is right. later. Yeah. yeah. Um, is MoviePass still block, blacking out like the late night screenings? The like the big releases. Like, can you yes. see Mission the, Impossible for, no. opening weekend? I think for the first two, I don't, actually, I don't know what the ex- ex- uh, exact number is, so I won't speculate, but no. Okay. Not opening weekend. So you, you can't go see Christopher Robin. Landmark Robbins. is still... Christopher Robin oh, is blocked out. I love yeah. Landmark. Oh, no. Give me that's that the other e-ticketing. Thing. E-ticket, yeah. E-ticketing. Baby. All e-ticketing locations are oh A-OK. I, yep. Landmark's my, my go-to. They must get I a love deal, right? Like, they must not pay... The they don't have to pay it right away. Or it means more to MoviePass to have Landmark than the other way around. Right. So I'm sure they had to do some sort of... Yeah. They had to cut the best deal. Yeah. I feel like MoviePass will just become the Landmark 
that's fine. Version of the AMC specific yeah. movie pass. Yeah, type right. Thing. Like that's all. This, that's it, fine. This is crazy though. I mean, the way that this issue is being spoken about on pod on film podcasts on film Twitter. It's spoken about like this idea that was too good to be true and they flew too close to the sun. And I'm like, I understand that angle, but like I've had movie pass for four years and I've had friends who've had movie yeah. pass for like seven years. So I actually kind of despise your shallow angle on this because it's more about if you want to talk about when you got vouchers. Yeah. In the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't really? I didn't I wasn't part of it that there early. Was no card. But I remember hearing about this. Was so you've been with it? No, for that I wasn't long. there, but I, I that's how I like when my friends pitched like, it to me. That's what it was. If you want to talk about flying too close to the sun, it's that nine ninety five price. Point. It was the nine ninety five. But, but the idea I paid fifty. You guys paid fifty. I paid yeah. fifty, and I, I when for I years. when I joined, I paid like twenty, and then it, it went up and up and up. Mm-hmm. But when people, you know, people who are film critics and like are entertainment journalists, it, yeah. it, it honestly kind of shocks me a little bit the way that they're talking because about because they how, see every movie for free, so they right. don't understand the economic burden. No, that normal people are in there. No, no. Of course, and I understand that. And what you're saying, it's not what I was going to say, but yes, absolutely. Like the whole anyone rooting for MoviePass to fail yeah. hates poor people or, yeah. hate, or hates working class people. It's insane. But why would you root for it to fail? Because I was too smart to sign up for it. Yeah. Oh my god! I knew it wasn't going to work, so I'm just so glad that I can laugh Shut from behind my screen. Up. Yeah, my screen slaver. It's fucking screen slaver. Just, <laughs> Another the, when when movie pa- when, when when movie pass gets Incels talked about as like like movie pass. It was too good to be true. I'm like, it was true for a very long time. Yeah. You just didn't. It wasn't on your radar. And I'm not being like I knew about it before you did kind of thing. I'm saying you're an entertainment journalist. At least go to the Wikipedia page and look what year the company was formed. Yeah, and like you're telling that's me that's I mean that's that's false. that this doesn't help the Lemley. Yes, uh, people are going to people are going to the movies again. Yeah, people there are was a long period where no one was. Going I get to the movies. so many texts from friends now all over the country who never like I went to school with when I was in film school and they were in other other schools other colleges at my mm. university. And now, and now I get people saying like, oh, did you see RBG or did you see, yeah. you know, obviously call me by your name. Did you see, I mean, I have this one friend who was texting with thoughts on Phantom Thread mm-hmm. and this was before it got the best picture and best director nominations. Like yeah, people are it's, it's because movies. of MoviePass. Like yeah. it, it's reinvigorated this cultural, like this, n- n- not a rarefied cultural conversation, but a broader yeah. cultural conversation. Mm-hmm. Around the films, and it feels very like it has 1960s and 70s to me. Movies mm-hmm. as the working class medium in a way that it hasn't been for like 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was like on it. It still is on the verge of becoming like New York theater, which used to also be the working class entertainment in New York City. And then once mass media happened, it had to become rarefied, yeah. and it had to be fifty dollars a ticket to see in the back to sit in the back of a shitty fucking With show all the Hamilton fans and like Hamilton costs like $400 <laughs> and like who would not who would benefit from that but people who can't afford to pay for it mm-hmm. yeah just drives me fucking insane the theater situation in this country this yeah. has been movies IMO. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, felt, honestly, I felt so bad for my friend who is visiting um, who doesn't have a movie pass. She was mm-hmm. in town from Cambridge and she doesn't go to the movies very often, but she does see movies and she texts me about them. But we went to the beach and we wanted to go see Mamma Mia. Here we go again. My second time. Here first. we go again. Here we go. Again. And this has been the Gamer Corner. Right? <laughs> Here we go. Thank you. But she was like, what's a movie taking to be like $11, $12? I'm like, we're going to the Arclight Santa Monica. This is going to cost you like $18. And I'm like, I'm using this thing here. So yeah. I've sort of already paid for it. Sorry. Yeah. Oops. And then, and you know, and then she got to spend the rest of the weekend listening to me hum when I kissed the teacher <laughs> when I was bored in traffic oh, nice. driving us upstate. Nice. I love that. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I need to see Here We Go Again. Again. I when I kissed the, first the teacher. Uh, now that I what? can't really use MoviePass, I don't know if I will see it until you I can You can use still it use it. Three movies a month. <laughs> You're not going to use it on Mamma Now I'm like, am I going to use that on Mamma Mia? Oh. Probably not. I, but what, what I found kind of interesting in the movie pass email that went out today was I'm not getting these movie pass. I emails. didn't get an email. I check your spam. I logged into the app and it had a it notified so the, me. The, the point that I found especially compelling, the data points, is that I guess 80 percent of users only see three movies or less a month. Oh yeah, mm. 
That was their data. Well, I mean, I believe it. Yeah, same. That's like about once a week, not even. What's kind of frustrating is that those of us who are keeping this business alive for years, I mean, this is completely anecdotal. I don't have any data for this, but I feel like the folks who have been using this for years and years now, we were using it to go to art house theaters multiple times a month. We were using it to go to, I still do. Like, this changes everything about the American Cinematheque now. Yeah. Like, if I had... I so the the Ingmar Bergman retrospective. I think I saw eleven things in total at the Egyptian, the Arrow, and the Limley Pasadena. Yeah, I would have I would have spent about a hundred dollars on that retrospective. Yeah, yeah. And how is that tenable? Yeah, it's not. Anyway, my point is like I'm like that is interesting. Like and not surprising uh, that most eighty percent of their users are only seeing three movies a month. But mm-hmm. those of us who sort of gave the service a platform in the first place, again, totally anecdotal. Yeah, are the people who are really maxing this thing out to just absorb as many stories and as many films as we can. Yeah, and to fill in our film education and to go seek out a B movie that we never would have paid for. Yep. I was going to go see Hotel Transylvania three. That's not happening now. Right. But, like, terrible example. I'm like, I was going to see Ingmar Bergman and, like, the indie theater. Now I can't see Hotel Transylvania 3. I probably God would damn not it. have seen the recent Lynn Shelton movie that the name of which is... Laggies. No. The one after. The one with What's Edie that Falco called? and... I didn't know you saw that. Duplass brother. Yeah. And I would... That's something that I would skip because there's no buzz, but it's a really sweet and very well-acted movie, and I'm very glad that I saw it. But I probably would have skipped it, right? And see, that I was, was I was just Brandon. Well, I was just gonna say that was the <sighs> nice thing on Twitter that I was seeing. People were sharing. If it weren't for Movie Pass, I wouldn't have seen and list the movies yeah. that they were glad they got to see because they wouldn't have if it wasn't for Movie and Pass. It's something that I used to do a lot more, and I've been having this conversation with myself the past few months about how if the, you need to go see the new Zellner Brothers movie at the Lemley, you need to go see Damsel, even though there's no buzz behind it. Mm-hmm. In fact, any word about it is kind of like, it's okay, yeah. Yeah. but you can go see it. Mm-hmm. And these are, you know, Kamiko is a really interesting and movie. Form like, an opinion for yourself. Exactly, exactly. But also, like, you know, you, maybe their next movie is going to get that buzz that's going right. to that's going to propel you to go see it. It'd be much, and then you'll wish you had seen this. It, exactly, exactly. Maybe that yeah. maybe they're my new favorite filmmakers, and I wouldn't know about it. Right. And I and I used to go to see those movies a lot more than I than I have in the, in the past year or so. And now I mean now I'm not going to. Yeah. And yeah. and more importantly, a lot of other people aren't going to be able to. I think they're. Of course, we're speaking add, from like an LA have perspective. To add another but, unlimited plan for a higher price at some point. Why don't they? That's such a. It's a no brainer. The fact that they haven't on your microphone. <gasps> oh my god, where? Right there. Ah! It's like looking at me. There's there's a bu- there's a bug on Brandon's microphone. <laughs> it's empty. <laughs> ah! Where's the it's bug? Still on it. Oh. Ben, don't flick it at me. <laughs> I'm just flicking it in general. I need to stop invoking that moment in blue velvet because it's every single. I think the bugs. We're gonna keep running into bugs when they hear when they hear me call their name. They need to fucking tent this building, yes, and they, they won't. That is that is what the three of us film fags do every week for this show: is we sit in a bug and a roach infested apartment yep. to talk about films, to chat about the cinema. Okay, it's gone. Great. I've talked to people in the building and it has only started in the last like year. That I thought they were ha- going to fix it. They came and sprayed topically and it solved it for like two weeks. You know, there's always the possibility this is like a William Friedkin's version of Tracy Letts' bug, which is that maybe these bugs aren't even real. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe y'all are just sharing a hallucination wow, in probably. the entire building. Just like we shared a dark web dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't actually share that dream, right? Oh, were you joking? Of course I was joking. Oh. <laughs> what? How coincidental would that be? I don't know. I believed it. Why don't you say what your dream was? And then, I'll say, and then I'll say what I said in the group chat. <laughs> wow. Now I feel like a boob. Um, <laughs> I had a dream that because the last thing I texted before going to bed was texting you dummies about you seeing Unfriended. And then I ended up having a dream that, like, I was sitting seeing Unfriended and, like, people were, like, exiting the theater because, like, the subtitles were wrong. And I was like, why is there subtitles? You said the DCP was broken. And then the DCP ended up, like, like fucking up. And I said in the group chat before you shared this that I had had pretty fucked up dreams last night. And then yeah. you said this and they said, OMG, Brandon, in my dream, I broke the DCP. <laughs> Can you believe wow. I believed that? <laughs> What a what a boob you are! Wow, what a boob! What, what a gullible boob! <laughs> oh, this, is, this is 
been Movies IMO. Are we done? We, we said an hour. Say. I, will, I will say that the, the, the one moment I wasn't expecting in the first Unfriended when the, the Skype uh, icon pops up for the ghost. I, you know, I don't know. If you, it's a blink and you miss it, but there is like a quick... The ghost accidentally turns on her webcam, and it is a uh, housewife in 1970s uh, Belgium. It's just like Jean Dielman <laughs> leaning. God damn it. Jean Dielman, like, like, like a mom trying to FaceTime, leaning into the camera, going, is this thing on? She looks like the cheesecake lady. Wow. Kim. Did you see her tweets? Miss Kim. Yeah. Someone said Stan. Actually, do you want to talk? I'm, she went on a date recently, and the guy flirted with the waiter. Yeah. How rude. Am, Am I, I not, not enough? Is what she said. <laughs> and, and I just want to say, <laughs> it's very funny. I it it is kind of scary to me on an unfriended esque level the mm. way that this woman, who is a regular person, mm-hmm. is now not a person and mm-hmm. is just an online joke. And everything that she's tweeting about is very quite earnest. She has yeah. no idea what she's doing. Right. She doesn't understand. She's just so grateful for all, for all the love that she like. Right. The love is what she calls it. Yep. But people are laughing at her. I don't think they're laughing. I think they're laughing with her. I, think I don't know. People like her. I think they like her too. I'm not saying it's like evil. It's not like dark web. But there is something about the removal of her personhood and all. Of this sure. That I yeah, find yeah, sort yeah. of chilling. They are. She's a. Joke and this is something that them. this is a problem I have. Like with a lot of. She's content. She, exactly. Um, that's what, that, that's not what that I mean. She is a that's joke. what I mean. It's that she's content. That's yeah. what scares me about it. Yeah. And, and that's. that's mm. I've been spending less time on Twitter lately. I mean, I'm. I'm we all ebb and flow with. Our I know. Internet. I know. But I find. I find that. Chilling, the, the, and, and, and it speaks to a lack of empathy that can that can yeah. exist on the internet. The internet's not like a as often by bad, unfriended, and like there's a mob element to it, exactly, mm-hmm. which ties into dark web. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about some of the other implications that the unfriended franchise, specifically dark web, brings up. And then I saw mm-hmm. that Kim tweet today, and I just like I felt for that woman. Which <laughs> like, Kim tweet? That, that that she went on am a I date. Not enough. Yeah. Oh, but her like, name's Kim. But, but no, no, yeah. no. But Oops. that she. But that she. I'm that asshole turning her into specifically content. <laughs> but she she has that. She takes a selfie of her in her beautiful dress and yeah. posts it. And I'm just like, it makes me think like, what if my mom like recorded some video yeah. and a friend posted, it, and all of a sudden my sweet mom is this big internet joke, this piece of yeah. content. Yeah. Like she 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 wasn't taking that picture in an ironic way. There was right. no distance there. No, mm-hmm. she was just like. It, I'm kind of getting upset about it. I'm, I I just it makes me really sad. Yeah, the way that we reduce people online. Yeah, you are right. Having and said that, I I, a I, lot I, I cackled at the video. I cackled at the video. Well, the video is great and it is fun and like, but yeah, she becomes content like mm-hmm. you said, Ben. Um, before we close this episode, we must give a shout out to Unfriended's biggest fan, friend of the pod, Mattis Farmer. Oh. He loves Unfriended. Hello, so Matt. Just, Hello, had Matt. To, just had to give him a shout out. He does love it. This is the ultimate test to see if he's listening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the, if he listens to one, it'll be this one. This is the one. I, I will say I, I'm so fascinated because I know we're wrapping up by mm-hmm. a lot of the characters in this franchise, but specifically Jess in the first film, like the, the blonde, the blonde friend. Uh-huh. I'm just like her mind. Like I don't know <laughs> what side she's on. Dot, like dot, dot, yeah, <laughs> she's a tough cookie to read. Well, yeah, because like on one hand she's this altruistic teen, and on the other hand, like she's the one who's saying that people are anorexic behind their backs. You yeah. know. Like, she really has it both ways. It reminds me of one of those, like, fake nice girls in high school. Teens are vicious. Teens are vish. I agree. Oh, the last thing that I wanted to say, mm-hmm. and there, this isn't even a topic to discuss, but just, uh, I like the way how easily both movies flow from, like, just the hangout moment to the terror. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. And it's really compelling. I do, too. In the way that, it, what is Bailey, her name, and yeah. her boyfriend are playing doctor mm-hmm. and then the rest of the group joins oh my god were you sexting and then it's so funny and then until it's not yeah and then he's like i just got a really weird text. i also love the way that they text and she's like babe please, please. babe where are you oh question mark question mark, question mark question i like that she like she, she, she's like hey babe waits like literally one second and then babe. seven question marks <laughs> hey babe hello babe. hey babe babe by the way 
And I do have friends that text like that, and I'm like, you need to chill. Chill the fuck bro. out. <laughs> Unfriended would make a great double feature with Personal Shopper. Oh. Oh. I just have to throw that Dead out. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. <laughs> both, films, both films engage with the text interface in a way that with ra- a ghost? in a way that ra- with a ghost of course but that ratchets up our heart rate and mm-hmm. the tension based on our own predisposed reactions to what the ellipsis means yeah. or mm-hmm. typing something and then deleting it means or just like mm-hmm. just the waiting how panic stricken the waiting can yeah. be yeah oh last thing i want to say is how heightened time can become yeah, yeah. yes waiting for the dot 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 last thing i want to say was just unfriended came out in 2014 dark web comes out in 2018 and just the way the technology, I mean, this is has so, already, it's so yeah. obvious to say this, but like, no, please, for a it. movie like this, it's so important to the aesthetic. Like, I was shocked at like dark web, how updated every yeah. single thing about that laptop is. Uh, it's like well, a, and then, and then also laptop. on Facebook, we're seeing all these little news notifications about Trump's America, right? And mm-hmm. I, that's, so I, I don't think that the movie is arguing against empathy. I actually think that the director, who did he write it to? Yeah. In the, in the designing of the world, the constant references to, uh, I believe there, I think there is like a border separation thing up there. Oh, really? Um, or, there or a Muslim ban right. thing there's, as well. There's something confe- protests. The, the, yeah, related. there's a lot. And all of the, basically in the trending news items on, on the Facebook, Facebook, they're all, they basically, uh, those three, like one is sort of a joke. And then at least one, if not two of the other ones are yeah. related to the state of things in Trump's America. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the movie in its own strange way is an elegy for empathy, mm. I think. Like in tying it into how should we how how are we how are we surprised that we're living uh, with in this, this despot, this in the dark he- web world. Yeah, this sociopathic totalitarian fascist who doesn't mm. care about other people mm-hmm. and whose supporters don't care about other people in a tribalist, white nationalist sort of way. Yeah. Why are we surprised? Yeah. I mean this is I mean this is we live in such a rapidly technologically advancing society and we are living in all these digital spaces that become petri dishes and hotbeds and crucibles for hate on the internet it's able to be disseminated by people finding like-minded bigots and and monsters and then sort of the bacteria metastasizes and then turns into this bigger thing and then now the president is communicating to QAnon from his twitter (laughs) account number 17 yeah (laughs) so yeah actually i'm glad I got to mention that because in the movie I was I was very taken with that detail. It feel it feels very of the moment and not it just does. in a literally Trump not not just because like literally Kafefe is written on the screen, right. but it's I do think like the this film is, is the world. It's, yeah. it, it's very much embedded in today. Yeah, even though it's like it seems to like take Glee and like breaking up a lesbian couple. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, I yes. don't think that it does. I mean, like, I do. I mean, like, a genre way. I'm not saying that it's, like, they're gay. Let's it, it, pre- takes, it takes glee I'm in saying that it, it destroying ta- everyone. Ex- no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's, like, that's what, I, that's what I mean. I mean, like, this beautiful thing that can happen in this disgusting, awful time. Like, two women can still find love with one another. And, and on top of that, a black woman and a white woman. Yeah. Um, and in Trump's America, like, when, when we're being divided racially even more... I can't talk about it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, just the death of happiness in this movie. So mm-hmm. yeah. the death of happiness, that's the alternate title. The well, death of, the death of hope. My happiness died a long time ago. <laughs> Goodbye. So, the hope is gone. It's gone. Well, this has been an the hour hope, long episode. The hope is and gone. we're going to wrap hour, it up. Really? Perfect. Oh, yes. 60 minutes, baby. Oh, that's so nice. Look at us. You know, we God, were, that's nice. We were, we were, thrown for we were knocked for a loop knocked with searching's loops. release date you know what's crazy is this I, I enjoyed this conversation boys i'm so glad we get to hang out on this wonderful evening this one felt very long to me like i felt like we talked for like two hours so i'm thrilled <laughs> oh i'm so sorry for you no no i just said i had a good time i'm just saying it's <gasps> been movies iml <gasps> i'm brandon kirby you can find me on twitter at bk kirby I'm Ben Envy. You can find me on Twitter at Real Todd Haynes. What are we is, talking is about? That, next is that a reference week, to the producers? What? Nothing. Keep going. Ben, what's next week? Why you're the host this week? All right. Next week we're talking <laughs> about Black Klansmen. We. New, I just thought you would like to announce the it. new Spike Lee joint, and I have I have already speaking s- of Trump, so much to say because <laughs> Spike Lee is one of my top like five favorite filmmakers of all time, and I can't wait. Oh hell yeah! S- try to find time to see. Sorry to bother you. I because will because you just watched Bamboozled. You gotta yeah. I will try. I'm Daniel Crook. You can find me on the internet at Daniel Crook with three O's. 
I much preferred the uh, the lighter, sunnier notes of social media in the film Eighth Grade. I'll say I said it in the group chat. I'll say it here. That beautiful cast photo oh, Bo, Bo Burnham that. shared. It made me miss, miss. Fuck. Can it, I just like the movie on the podcast and not get beat back about it? No, because if you get if you get attacked <laughs> no, you here, you get fans IRL online. I will say thank you That's to the, true. thank you to those of you who have reached out to me about <laughs> so, in, to so, see in, if you're okay. In, no, no, no. It, just in support. I mean, they. I, in fact, I was told that, like, congratulations on keeping your cool as well as you did. Wow. <laughs> Fine, I won't finish my anecdote. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, Movies IMO. Follow us on Twitter at Movies IMO. I was going to give you a task in the reviews. Um, tell us. <laughs> What's your favorite screen movie out of the two that have been released? <laughs> Do you think Matthias deserved to live? No, 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 no. Do not, do Place not. Place your vote. Place your vote. We are not, no. Do not add us with your vote on the death poll. I will not be associated. Should he have been Mary Louise Parkered and Red Sparrowed? Here's what you can do. You can transfer us $10 million on Venmo. That's Ooh. what you can do. That's your challenge. If you really like this podcast, transfer at, at least $10 to us on Venmo. Yeah, why hasn't Venmo showed up in, in, the, in the, they did Bitcoin, but no Venmoing. I know. That's because they, Bitcoin. I'm gonna transfer. <laughs> That's this me. is my insurance policy. <laughs> That's me yeah. being a hacker. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like that cat. You know, <laughs> the cat just banging tapping, on the piano, typing away. <laughs> Keyboard cat. I often feel like the baboon that just shoves the computer <laughs> on my desk. gif. <laughs> the files are in the computer. I'm doing Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll see you next time, maybe. Screen movies. They're so hot right now. If we live. (laughs) (laughs) The winner is Jane Fonda. Thank you. Thank you very much, members of the Academy, and thank all of you who applauded. There's a great deal to say, and I'm not going to say it tonight. I would just like to really thank you very much.